Hello and welcome. This is Tom Chaplin, career coach and astrologer in uh, Alexandria, Virginia today. And this is Aubrey DeClerc, career coach and astrologer in Portland, Oregon. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, happy you're here. We're excited about our topic today. Yeah. We yeah. usually are. It's not like that's a newsflash, but... Yeah. And, and sorry, we've been away for a little while, but we're really happy to be back. Yeah. And, um, and, um, and really get this, get this podcast going again. Your cosmic career coach. Get it, get it up and running once again. But yeah, so what's our topic today, Aubrey? You thought so, of it. It was your idea. So. <laughs> well, I think it was a combo idea. So Tom was talking about how so he's gotten some feedback from people about something that would be really helpful. Um, astrology or non-astrology related is like when people are feeling stuck. And that could be in their career development or their job search or anything around their work life feeling stuck. Like there's no options or they don't know what the next right thing to do is. I think that's something that, you know, all of us, Tom and I included, um, have experience with. And so then we started talking about how might we apply this astrologically. Exactly. You know, and I think it's so interesting too because, because every, every single, I think, I, well, I never really thought about it. I actually never really tracked it, but I think it's pretty much 100% of clients who I start working with. One of the first things they tell me is, I just feel so stuck. And that's true, whether it's career coaching or astrology, most of the time in astrology, if they come for a real, you know, or, you know, like if they're having a Saturn thing that's bringing them in for a, for a consultation, then it's, um, you know, it's this, it's very similar. Um, they feel stuck. So what we want to talk about is what that means and what you can do about it, how you can get yourself unstuck through by understanding your natal chart. Yeah. And so we thought, well, how do we do this in a way like we don't have, we can't have everybody's natal chart in front of us. We want to work with what the inner astrological energy has to offer. And so we thought we would just talk about, since we all have all the signs, all 12 signs in our chart somewhere, they're all working for us. They're all there to support us. How can we talk just in general about those signs and how to use them? And then if you're interested in having more in-depth information about how and in what way you can access those both from just kind of how you're wired up in general, like from your natal chart, or also to include what's happening in the sky right now and how you might, you know, better or be drawn right. to it, bringing in some of that energy, Tom, or I'd be happy to talk about your chart with you. But we wanted to give people, you, listeners, somebody, something to actually be able to work with on a, on a practical basis right now. Yeah, yeah. It really does give you some, some sense of power to, to under, yeah. when you understand what your chart is about and where your strengths are and what your you know, weaknesses or areas where you're, you're, there, you might feel more um, of a challenge. Um, yeah, but for sure. It really does help you to capitalize on that and take advantage of it. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess we should dive in. Where should we start? Well, the one that's so, um, that's obvious to me. And so is that in thinking about how to, how to work through a problem or feeling stuck is, well, basically there's lots of the science that will have their own way of doing it, right? The energy will have its own way. And so one of the ways to do it is, is to look at the details of it to get into the nitty gritty and details of a situation. So one of those things is, you know, get, get the info, right? What's the facts? So like, for example, if someone is coming to you and mm -hmm. feel like they are really stuck, they're, they're, 
they're having a problem in the workplace and they're Mm -hmm. feeling very stuck. Yeah. I would say what's really going on here, right? So this could be like one approach to that would be Scorpio energy. Let's investigate, right? Let's get to the core of the matter. What's really going on here? Um, because we might have a lot of assumptions about what that is. There might be a lot of miscommunication. Um, and that gets a little mucked up. And so one thing that Scorpio energy is really good for is saying, you know what, I'm interested in getting to the bottom of this and I'm willing to have a difficult conversation to do it. Right. And a lot of the fixed signs tend to get stuck anyway, because they don't (laughs) want to give in. They dig their heels in. I'm, you know, as a Scorpio, I can (laughs) attest to that. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, find you know, really doing the fact finding and pulling everything together and asking questions mm-hmm. is a real good way. So how would a Scorpio get, get unstuck? What's a good well, I think, remedy for Scorpio energy? Yeah, to really start looking at what the real situation is or figure out how, like there's um, a great article by Judy Ringer on how to have difficult conversations. And so if Scorpio energy isn't something naturally, we all have it, but it isn't something naturally strong, you know, that in that um, willingness to do that, there's a good resource by Judy Ringer. I'll put it in, um, in the notes about how to approach that, that conversation from a preparation standpoint to all the way through ways to guide the conversation, you know, with this idea, she's a martial artist. And so it's this, this focus on how are we moving the energy in the conversation um, that, that serves the relationship in a way that doesn't harm either party or see people as, um, as, uh, adversaries. It's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That sounds, that sounds like it. You know, one thing that I, I know that that works well is when you tap into other areas of your chart, like yeah. for example, where is mercury in your chart? Because yeah. mercury um, you know, for me in my chart, uh, I have Gemini ruling my sixth house. And, um, so I Mercury, which rules Gemini is in my ninth house. That's a great, you know, a good way for me to get unstuck is to get curious, and uh-huh. to, you know, to really, um, you know, learn about the situation and, you know, and look at other possibilities and talk to people. Yeah. Questions. Brainstorm some different ideas. Brainstorming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All that is, is, you know, it's a very good remedy because, because Scorpio, like some of the other signs can just kind of get stuck and, and stay there Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, not really be able to, you know, to get moving unless there's, you know, something else in that Scorpio energy that's really propelling it. Yeah. So bringing some into that mutable air, intellectual, um, collaborative, um, energy and to shift something when it feels stuck. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because being stuck is, you know, you want to, you know, things aren't moving. So things moving. Yeah. Gemini is a great way to do that. Yeah. I cut you off. Sorry, Tom. That's okay. I think I I, I finished my thought. (laughs) This is what happens when I get excited about topics. I'm sorry. Well, think about Plus, it's you... been so long since we. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were talking about getting things moving, then I started thinking about Aries energy, which is take action, right? It's just like sometimes if we're stuck and it's just easy to stay in that rut, 
that it can be like, just do anything. I remember, um, for myself and I'm working with other people in job search when it can, so you start feeling so down, right? Cause you maybe not have a lot of responses or there aren't a lot of things you're finding that you want to apply to and things can kind of get stagnant in the job search. And then oftentimes it's like, just do anything, go for a walk, volunteer, you know, just take some action it, so, any yeah, kind. to shake up the energy. It's so important. You know, and another thing, you know, that, you know, getting stuck, I see a lot around Saturn, um, you, you know, and of course, Saturn is our fears, mm-hmm. it's our, you know, wanting to be perfect, wanting mm-hmm. to do things well, um, beating ourselves up if we're, if we're less than perfect, you know, it's a, it's a unreasonable expectation <laughs> that we, that we tend to put on ourselves as, as Saturn shows. And so that's a, that's it's important to address that because that can keep you stuck. Fears mm-hmm. can you know that fear of failure, fear mm-hmm. of rejection, or you know what it, whatever exactly that fear is about. It can really stop you in your tracks, and if and if you allow it, it can take over. So that's that's important to address as well. What about? Um, so just to, to comment on that, because it's like, if, if people are looking for the, like the next level beyond the signs, it's like, well, look, what's, look what sign your Saturn is in. And that'll give you some information about where you might already get patterned as being stuck. Right. Right. Yeah. So what about Gemini? Does Gemini get stuck? Sure. Don't yeah. you think? I, I don't know. I'm thinking about that now. Um, I think it does in spin of ideas, 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 ideas. So, um, if we think about Gemini, it can be like, wow, there's so many choices. It's so all so exciting. Which one do I choose? I think that's a version I'm of never, stuff. never actually um, landing on a, on a decision. Yeah. 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 I kept, keep, um, keep spinning the ideas around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That I can see that. Well, one thing that um, if we go to a different kind of energy, right, we've had some, mutable energy, some cardinal energy. We did talk a little bit about fixed energy in Scorpio. We, if we talk some fixed energy in Taurus, I feel like Taurus oftentimes gets a bad rap in terms of stuckness, right? Stubbornness. Oh, yeah. Um, and those yeah. kinds of things. But I think that there's a time, especially if we're having a hard time, where thinking about what's going to give us comfort could really help provide some space to then find out how we want to move forward, right? So that to me, there's sometimes when I'm stuck, when... All I want to do is get in a blanket and read a book like that. Just, I just want to feel as feel enough comfort so that if I if getting stuck requires me to get out of my comfort zone, that I have enough of my own internal fortitude to do that. And if my well is dry, like if I've been just running myself ragged or I've been uncomfortable for a really long time, sometimes it does mean to, could mean to stop. Right. That, yeah. And that's, that's, um, I think that's a, a good prescription for a lot of, a lot of things, you know, it's okay to do nothing yeah. <laughs> from time to time. The, um, and, um, you know, I, and really, you know, what it, what it comes down to is, you know, we get stuck in the first place because there's something, something we want or something that we don't want, mm. you know, we may not know what it is that we want, but we know we don't want this. Yeah. And we don't know what to do about it. Yeah. 
and or we're afraid to make a change. We're afraid to do what it is, what needs yeah. to be done. You know, and you right. see that in somebody in in a lot of job situations where somebody just can't leave their job. That well, they yeah. feel like they can't leave. Yeah, or financially at that point, they can't. Right. I mean, or the consequences would be too great. Right. Yeah. A lot of times people are paid very well and they don't like their job, but they stay there for the money. Um, you know, they want to be doing something else and they're not, you know, that it's, it causes distress. Yeah. Um, or they're not, their, their work is precarious, meaning, cause there's a whole movement about talking about precarious work right now. And that's that feeling like, wow, if they, this is their job, maybe it doesn't pay enough already or it doesn't pay very much, but they, if they change jobs now or don't have another job in place, then, then their, work, their life is precarious in a place where that disruption could be too much. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I both see, ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I really connect that to, to Taurus because, you know, Taurus is, is very, um, very much, um, you know, if, if money or anything gets, gets out of whack, then, you know, it can really set Taurus off. Mm-hmm. Leave them feeling very insecure. So, you know, I can see Taurus getting stuck in that kind of a situation. Whereas, you know, another sign, um, you know, probably wouldn't, you know, they'd find a way, easily find a way to, to make a change. Yeah. Okay. What about Libra? How can we use Libra energy to get unstuck? Well, let's see. Libra, of course, I mean, it's, you know, it's similar to Gemini in a sense that it's very good. Libra is very good at making connections with people, um, talking to people, um, you know, coming up with ideas. And I, I, you know, and they're also very, very likable. So very, very charming usually. So you know, that's the, that's the strength of Libra. I mean, really. And if we, like you were saying earlier, um, Aubrey, we all have Libra somewhere in our chart. So where can we capitalize on that strength of being able to connect and charm and negotiate and, you know, do all those, do all those things that Libra does so well, come so naturally to them. Yeah. So if we're stuck, then maybe something we could do is, access our Libra energy and say, wow, I, I can make connections with other people and I can, I can see the other side of something, right? Sometimes if we're stuck, it's, a, it's difficult to see that there's other options or if it, you're stuck and feeling like you're in a difficult relationship at work, it can be difficult to see the other side of something. So using that Libra energy, that ability to, that diplomacy, right? Mm-hmm. To reach out and be like, I want to hear your side of things and see if when that happens, something shifts. Yeah. Absolutely. That drive towards harmony, that desire for harmony. Yeah. Um, see, what haven't we covered? We, we should do one more. Okay. Um, what should we do? Aquarius or Leo? What's a or good Sag, one? Or I'm up for any of them. Well, Aquarius? Aquarius. Let's do Aquarius. Yeah. Okay. We've done a lot of air here, but <laughs> yeah, that's that. true. It's, it's air. Maybe we should do Leo. Leo's another fire. It's fixed energy. 
I thought I was up for anything. I should just be up for anything. <laughs> um, let's do Leo. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, let's see. What can we say about Leo? Leo is where. Well, it's more fixed energy, so they Leo can Leo can certainly get stuck. But you know, crea- Leo energy is very creative, mm. and I think. You know, that's a, being cre- really tapping into your creativity is such a good outlet. Yeah. When, when yeah. You know, things in other areas of your life are not going well. So finding, um, you know, finding that creative, you know, that way of really expressing yourself in a creative sense, um, you know, in the, if you have Leo, um, it, in the fifth house, for example, you know, it's probably going out and playing, you know, maybe playing golf or tennis or, you know, doing something fun. You know, that's such a good way to shake up the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I've had clients say, Hey, you know, when I'm in this transition, I want to be able to, if they can just lose themselves in the creative process, which I know is a more Piscean or, you know, kind of thing, but it, in that fun energy, it's like that, that lack of worry, right? Being in the zone of creation and like you're saying, play can really open up the mind to take in information that's different. Yeah. We forget about it. Yeah. Well, it relaxes that problem solving. (laughs) Yeah. Manipulating, analyzing side of the mind. Yeah. Even if it's just like coloring in one of those journals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I think I actually, I think that's becoming more and more important in a lot of organizations is, is, is the awareness that play is so good for employees, you know, Mm -hmm. it alleviates stress and it really, and it's good for the, for the creative mind in general, you know, to be able to, um, have a break, have a fun break. Mm -hmm. So Leo, Leo is a good one. (laughs) <laughs> good pick yeah well we can do aquarius okay <laughs> since we were stuck um, <laughs> Aquari- aquarians um so what what would you say about aquarius wow just um innovation right like oh yeah yeah think about like what is the most out there thing that you could think of doing that regardless of what anybody else thinks. So if you're to look at it from an entirely different perspective, or <clears throat> maybe a coaching question could be, if, if you didn't care what anybody else thought about this, what would you do? What have you got, Tom, on Aquarius? Um, I was thinking of maybe going out with your friends, mm. hanging out with a, you know, going out, um, you know, participating in a group. Yeah, you know, not feeling so alone. Um, yeah, service. You know, and, um, you know, of course, looking to see where Aquarius is in your chart, it mm-hmm. may, you know, not everybody's going to have it <laughs> falling where it it appears naturally, which is the 11th house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, for example, I have Aquarius on my second house and mm-hmm. I value, you know, it, it really brings out my values and I just value uniqueness and anything that's different. So, you know, 
doing something different, doing something, you know, something that I haven't done before, mm-hmm. you know, trying something in a different way. You know, that's, that's a real good expression. I think of Aquarius on the second house and other houses as well. Yeah. Cause oftentimes we get stuck. At least I should say I for myself get stuck. If I'm trying to solve the same problem with the same solution. Yeah. Generally doesn't work. <laughs> right. If it didn't work yeah. before. <laughs> it's not going to work again, but I get so attached. Right. And I think it's another Aquarius thing that would be a good um, energy. Part of that energy is like just detachment, like a, um, yeah, yeah look at look at it outcome. I love that yeah look at you know step back and look at the situation objectively you know just yeah are so good at that yeah They're really really good at that not getting all like wrapped up in the emotion or the drama of it right right so there's there's so much help from the chart and 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 so to me it's so hopeful because it doesn't have to just be our sun sign, right? We all have these signs. And so we can, if we have a, if we're stuck on a problem, wow, we can do all sorts of things, right? We can, we can get more comfortable. We could take any kind of action. We could try and be more objective. We could hang out with our friends. We could do something creative. We could um, try and really get to the core of the matter. Like there's just so much there that we have available to us. And I think sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sun sign be like, well, I'm a this, so you know, this is how it's going to be for me. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You're more than just this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and another thing that, that is, is so common when, and this is like, like from coaching session, you know, the first one with a client is, Mm. you know, we all do this. We all have our story. We're stuck. Here's my story. Here's why I'm stuck. And so what happens is you really get stuck in that story that you keep telling yourself. And that's what's so, yeah. And of course the first thing, the first exercise is to rewrite that story, come up with a different one. And the chart is a great way to do that, to get you out of that story. You know, to start looking, looking at your situation in a different way. Yes. You know, there are, it's not just one way. Right. <laughs> and I think that's probably the good, you know, the, the takeaway um, thing that we've learned from, from this is that your chart shows that there are so many, so many different avenues and possibilities for you to take yeah. to resolve a situation. So, okay. Well, I guess that, concludes our um our podcast for today your cosmic career coach podcast yeah if you would like to have us answer a question for you you can go out to our careerastrologers.com website and fill out a request for us to answer your question we'd be happy to do that on the podcast we could do it with you on the podcast if you wanted we could do it on our blog but We'd yeah, love to hear any, from you. Any type of career question, you know, anything that you, you, you know, you might be in the midst of um, trying to solve a, a problem in the workplace or something that you've been thinking of doing professionally, making a change. You know, if we, you'd like us to take a look at your chart and see what that looks like in your, you know, professionally in your chart, then, you know, feel free. Fill out that contact form and one of us will respond. So anything else? I think that 
that's it. Unless you have something else, Aubrey. I don't. Well, I guess we'll sign off. This is Tom Chaplin, career coach and astrologer in Alexandria, Virginia. And this is Aubrey DeClerc, career coach and astrologer in Portland, Oregon. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us.